feel like I'm too far away. But then again, I do shout a bit. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one, one, zero, zero, dead. dead. Hey, player haters! Welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick. Yeah, and I'm here. That's Rob. And this week we're going to be talking about some guy who worked for the police force and lost his job because he had his picture taken with some papers. Rob's got a top tip about saving money. And what else are we going to talk about? Um, a reunion. A reunion. Okie dokie. Well, let's uh, waste no time and get on with the news. The news. Top-ranking policeman quits after having his photo taken. This is the story of Bob Quick. He is the... Uh, right, well, Bob Quick? Yeah, that's his name. He's the... Uh, Will basic... he be called Bob? No, no, his name is Bob Quick. Oh. And he he retired. Well, he didn't retire. He sort of resigned, I suppose. Right. Because, um, well, first of all, let me tell you who he is. He's the, he's the chief of the counter-terrorism department okay. for the police. Pretty high up guy. Right. And he had to resign because of a photograph that was taken of him getting out of a car. And in that photograph, he's holding some papers. Yeah. And the piece of paper on the top had the details of the mission that they were going to do, which was this huge terrorism crackdown they were going to do all over the north of England. And they had to do it early because this guy was photographed getting out of a car. Right. A couple of things I want to talk about. First off, why the hell didn't the guy put that inside a little folder thing? Uh-huh. Because it's just like, you know, he's even holding some folders in the picture. Right. Um, second of all, surely you can't tell from that photograph all the details of the plan, can you? Oh, I don't know. Maybe with all these new cameras and stuff. You yeah, but the can. guy, take the, sh- the press who were taking the photograph... They shouldn't be looking at the top secret documents, should they? No. So, do you think he was right to resign? No. No. I think there's a there's a lot of pressure on people nowadays to reti- resign if they make a mistake. I just think he didn't want his photograph in the paper. It's just a cover story. Maybe. But he got it in the paper. He's a nice time. looking man. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's it. He got he got basically got fired. I mean, he didn't really get fired, but if he hadn't resigned, then he would have got fired anyway. You think? Pretty much. In fact, that's what they said on the radio earlier, so I'm guessing that they're right. Oh, okay. Is that all the news? No other news? Uh, no, nothing really of note. Have wow. you got any news this a- week? Apparently it's Easter weekend. That's all I know. Oh, yeah. So that's some news, isn't it? Yeah, that's big news. Okay. What about this other news that we've got? What other news Podcast-related news. The po- the po- the other news? Oh, never mind. You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. Hey, what was that? That was what? an absolutely fantastic uh, jingle thing. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. You, There was no other news, apparently, according to you. Really? Well, there's no other podcast-related news, according to you. Well, where did that come from? Well, earlier I said, there's podcast news, and you went, what? What? There's no news, nothing going on. That's absolutely fabulous, that one. Can we have it a bit more? Um, Is that all you got? No, I've, have you seen my jewelry? I'm only joking. I mean, I know all about this Have thing. you seen my jewellery? Your, your jewellery? I've got some sapphire here, I've got some steel. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Ah, I get you. I get have you. you. Uh, have you seen the Northern Lights? <laughs> Very good. Uh, Aye. AOL's good. Yeah. But have you got mail? <laughs> no, not this week. <laughs> you are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. For more information, go to www.nickandrob.com. Listen, I had some stuff on my face the other day. And uh, I was looking through it, and one of the things I, on my I'm, face... I'm sorry, hang on, hang on. What are you talking about on your face? On my face? You know, on my wall, on my face. Are you talking about Facebook? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, my, my wife signed me up to Facebook. Yeah. And you've no idea what it is or how it works. Well, I'm, I just fix computers. I don't know how to use them. No, I know. So anyway, so th- there's this thing called um, onmyface.com or something like that. Right? Or in your face. Facebook. Facebook, right. Yes. And um, if it was called onmyface.com, it would probably be something else. <laughs> right. Anyway, so uh, right, it doesn't matter. Forget this. Look. It, it's always... <laughs> You're the one who said onmyface.com. I don't know what... I, that's what I thought What it was. websites have you been going to? <laughs> anyway. Have you... Uh... No, it doesn't matter. Right, so... I got this message. I only... The only one I go to on, is On my face. Book. Yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Um, saying, uh, there's a school reunion. Do I want to go? Oh, yeah. And I haven't really decided whether uh, I want to go. Hang on a minute. So, let me get this straight. You sign up for Facebook and immediately were invited to a school reunion? Yeah. Well, I've been on Facebook for flipping ages and no one's invited me to a school You didn't go to the same school as me. Oh, yeah. You're also older than me. Yeah. So, I guess it's that time of year. Then. Yeah. And you've got to wait another six months before you get yours. Oh, uh, I'm only 29. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway, so, yeah, I've been invited to a school reunion. So, are you going? Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's a good idea. Well, you never know. You could see all your old I mean, I spent the last, like, 20-odd years trying to get away from them, and now they're inviting me back again. I always thought the whole point of a school reunion was to go back to the school that you went to. and in Well, if Superman 3 is to be believed, that's that's the normal formula, well, right? apparently it's some pub in the I middle mean, of I mean, all of my information about life comes from the Superman and Back to the Future movies. Right. So, you know, that's... that. If it's outside of the parameters... So I've just got these visions of me with a name tag on. Hopefully they give you name tags, because I can't remember anybody. Yeah, but you can't remember anybody now. No, that's true. I mean, you even forget who I am sometimes, well, and you see me every day. That's deliberate. But anyway, I, uh, I'm, I've just got these visions of me turning up to this pub in the middle of nowhere, and there's going to be like three people, and they'll be the three. You know the typical ones that you know, you're like, oh, I don't really want to associate with them at all, right? And yeah, they'll be the ones that will be there. Right, I've got, I've got a little tip for you here now. What you oh, need so to a do... Nick's tip? Yeah, what you need to do because you is go, send someone by proxy. Give them nah, my name badge. Nah, you don't need to do that. You need to go um, any any time you go into a social engagement where you kind of you've sort of. I don't get out and about a lot. Right, you go in, if you go into anything social where you don't really want to go. Yeah, but you think you ought to because you know you want to show your face and stuff. Well, I, I just I'm, I'm I'm thinking of going. You need to establish for the benefit of the podcast. I'm thinking of going and then and then reporting back. You see. I don't really think I've got any interest myself. What you need to do is establish straight away that you can't stay long. So you first, first off, leave the car running <laughs> when you get out. Right. Okay. Just leave, leave the car running, um, or get your mum to drop you off and say, "My mum says I got to be back by 10. <laughs> yeah. But what I was going to say, you get a baby. You've got your baby seat. Right. Stick the baby seat in the car. Okay. But obviously not with the baby in it. Yeah, that would be it. And then you go in and you go, "I can't stay long. My baby's in the car." Right. And everyone will think, what? And, you know, they'll understand when but you... But this thing's going to cost... five minutes. This thing's going to cost a tenner. 
So I've got I've got to get my tenor's worth. And there's a buffet and stuff and a disco. So, you know, what do I do? do I, I think just... a lot of people are going to turn up in that case. Because if it's only a tenor and you get a buffet, it's well worth it. Why don't you pretend you went to the same school as me and come along with me? Because nobody will recognise me. Oh. Besides, I think you'll have more fun if you go without me. Uh, even though, yeah, but the point is they wouldn't recognise you. That's the point. I could just say that you're somebody oh, I else. I'll tell you what we could do. You could come along with me and I'll try and find out who's going, right? And then the one that, you know, nobody liked in school, right, will say you're that person. Right. I'll be the one that nobody likes. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you you can wander around and then they might get to like you and then you might have a whole new set of friends. You see, I think that this school reunion thing brings up an interesting question. What's that? Why would you want to have a school reunion? These are a bunch of people who you haven't maintained contact with. You're not friends with them. You don't see them. So what? why would you want to see them socially? Why don't you just have a friends reunion where you just get people you already know... And then you go to the pub with them instead. That's better, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sure you could rustle up ten people that you actually know already and say, right, on this date, we're all going out for a buffet and a, and a you know, a drink in this pub. Yeah. And then you'd have more fun because there'd be people you know rather than a bunch of strangers. A, b- a bunch of strangers? Yeah. That's what you should do. So I should just email them back and saying, listen. Do you know ten people? No. Nine? You must be able to rustle up nine people, especially if they've got partners as well. Uh, yeah, all right, done. Right, so all you need to do is just get ten people together and say, look, in, in lieu of a school reunion, I want to have a reunion with you lot. So meet me in this pub on this day, and we'll have a we'll have a pizza and some beers or something. Name know. badges? No, because you don't. That's the beauty of it. You don't need name badges because oh, okay. you know them. Fair enough. So that's what you should do. Why do you want to? So you're see saying a bunch don't go. Uh I'm not saying don't go, I'm just saying I don't understand what the point of it is, since they're people you've not stayed in contact with anyway. But surely there's the uh, there's the curiosity factor. Well, yeah, but it's the same thing as meeting someone famous, isn't it? It's like, what's the point? You meet them... Yeah, but we never meet anyone famous. Well, <laughs> well it depends who, who you... depends what you mean. Yeah, but that's not fair, because I didn't get to meet... The, the person. Yeah. Well, no, but... There's no. I mean, you, know, you just said she was in the shop, and I said, make sure you get some jingles, expecting you to get her to say, you've got mail, and that's the only one you didn't get her to do. She was in a hurry. Listen, what I'm saying is that if you are going to a school reunion, you're going to see a bunch of people you haven't seen for, like, how long ago was it? 20 years? Something like that. More than 20 years. And you, oh, it's been too long. Right? So what's the point? What are you going to achieve by it? What are you going to gain from it? You know, and also you might put, you might find yourself. I might get my pencil case back. You might find yourself in an embarrassing situation as well. What, my head down the toilet again? Well, <laughs> I don't know, but have you got any little secrets in your closet? I bet you were uh, right up to no good in school, weren't you? Yeah, I better not go. Yeah, I can imagine that you probably upset a few people. Yeah. Practical jokes and all that. Yeah. I mean, I've heard stories about you in college painting slow on the roads and, and getting some guy's belongings and putting them out on the grass oh, outside God. his house. So that when he came home... Yeah. It, just it, just keep telling living, everybody. His whole living room was out on the, on the lawn. That was the funniest thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. Well, what I'm, you probably did stuff in I school. I emptied his whole house onto his front lawn and when he came home... Everything was outside as it was inside, including all his lamps and everything, fully working, and his telly and everything. And it was a good night. We had a big barbecue and everything outside afterwards. Yeah. It was not my fault he decided to leave his 
what about in school? Did what? you do anything in school? I can't remember. Did you upset anyone? I can't remember. Cause any problems for anyone? That's what I need. I probably need to go and find out. See, that's the risk. If you, if you turn up, and I did loads of stuff know, while I was in college. The last thing you want is some huge. Half of go to college, of course. The last thing you want is some huge guy going, "Oi, Oldfield, I remember you. Because of you, I, you know, didn't pass my exams or something." And then you were like, "Oh no, I had a couple of fights." Did you win? Yes. Oh, I'm surprised. I wouldn't have thought that you were the fighting type. No, I'm not. I thought you were more of a lover. Not a fighter. You know, like uh, Paul McCartney. No. No, I did have a couple of fights. Yeah, why? Actually, the people we, the person I was fighting didn't want to fight me and I didn't want to fight them, but it was one of them situations where everyone around you was going, go on! Yeah, peer pressure is <laughs> yeah, a I terrible know. thing. So, yeah. So, anyway, I reckon you should go to this uh, thing. <laughs> In case It'll it turns great. up. No, you, you should definitely go. And uh, everyone, everyone's telling you to go, so you better go. I've actually met him. You know, you since. don't want to let the side down. Just go. You want me to go? Yeah, definitely go. This I'll go. This is going to be great. I'll go and I'll 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 secretly film it. Yeah, like I say, peer pressure. I saw God again this week. Oh yeah, Morgan yeah. Freeman. Yeah, he was in a film called um, Thick as Thieves. Okay, any good? It was all right. What's it about? It's about um, this. Thief. Jewelry thief. No. And it wasn't thick. Wait a minute. It's called Thick as Thieves and it's about a jewelry... Yeah, but they weren't thick. They were quite intelligent. I, where do they come up with these names for these these films? Anyway, it was alright. Three and a half stars. <laughs> Three and a half stars. Okay. I didn't watch any films this week. No? But next week's podcast, I will be reviewing Monsters vs. Aliens 3D, which I'm going to see tomorrow. With the glasses. With the glasses. And okay. I'm going with some children. So, be good to that. Get their perspective. There's only one downer with this 3D malarkey. Yeah. What if you have prescription glasses? You're a bit naffed. I think you? it still works because they give you they give you quite a big pair of glasses that go over your glasses. Oh, okay. So it's not that big a deal. It's not a problem. Because eventually, I would imagine you'd walk into Specsavers and you'd buy your normal pair of glasses, and you could say, "In that promotion you got at the moment, can I have the 3D ones as well?" Because I love watching films. Yeah. Well, 3D is making a comeback, you know, yes. big time. Don't you mean making a come forward? <laughs> well, yes. Whatever. Well, I suppose so. I suppose um, it all depends on which part of the scene you're watching, because there might be a bit where they're going away, and the thing will actually look like it's going away, and then there'll be a bit where you're going forward, and there'll be like a bit where you're going forward. Yeah. And there's a bit you, coming towards you, and then, I haven't seen a 3D film. You've ever. never seen a 3D. Well, I say I haven't seen a 3D film. I borrowed a film just for pure research, and it was like Spy Kids 3D. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw uh, that one. And it. Sort of worked. Yeah, I saw that, and one. it was all sort of the typical murky three D colouring system yeah. that was, and and it and it only came out the screen by about half an inch. Yeah, because you didn't calibrate your screen properly, and the film was so rubbish. Point three stars that you know even for the three D, I wouldn't even recommend watching it. And, it. and it was like a little thing came up, Kate, saying, "Put your glasses on now." Yeah, and it, it was wasn't three like, D all the way. No, no. Well, it was funny because I went to see that with my daughter. Right. Who decided the glasses were totally uncool and refused to wear them? So in all you the didn't need them anyway. In all the three D parts, she was just watching it without the glasses they on. They just looked all like red, like shreddy. It was it, that wasn't very good, I don't think, because that that film. It, it then of course there's Jaws three D. Yeah, now but that, I've never seen that either. Now what you've seen the film, but I've never seen it in three D. I've seen it. You know when you watch the end when Jaws explodes, 
which is about the only, I think that's the only bit that's got 3D in it. Yeah, it's the last few minutes right? of the film. Well, all you see is like the red and green outline around the uh, bits of flesh as it's flying towards the screen, and that's about it. And you realise that, oh, that was supposed to be in 3D. Oh, I didn't watch that either. Yeah. Well, that... Two and a half stars. <laughs> well, that, that, that effect that you're talking about, that's like the older generation 3D. Well, now they overlay two uh, cells over Yeah, now it's, they, they've really redone it, and it's yeah. all souped well, up. Well, you know you can do 3D digital. on your computer. You can actually take two photographs of the same thing, one inch apart, using a uh, digital camera, and there's some software you can download that actually makes it into 3D. Even better than that. Did you know that there's a 3D webcam available? There's two oh, webcams. Oh, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. And, um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I'd love to have a little play with them. Well, well they're only about 60 quid. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go and see Monsters vs. Aliens. Two months' wages for you, and I'm gonna check it out, and I'm gonna tell you what I thought of it in next week's podcast. Okay. This is the moment. This is the time for Rob's tip of the week. Do it yourself. Go on. Do it yourself. That's the whole tip. Are you just playing a game with yourself to see how few words you can get into a tip? Oh, you want me to elaborate? If you wouldn't mind. Okay. Um, well, for many years, I've been involved with various building projects. Mm -hmm. And saved so much money by doing things myself. Right? Yeah. That a lot of people already do stuff themselves. Shelves. Shelves. That's a popular one. To put your crates on. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, I'm thinking a lot of people don't actually do big jobs themselves. Some, I, Did I just say people don't do big jobs themselves? Some people have a go at it, don't they? Yeah. You'll see some guy sort of, you know, trying to build a conservatory on his house and he would do yeah. everything himself. Well, here's the reason why it never works. Right. Well, it's because when they do the jobs themselves, they go into the garage and they get out the hammer and tool belt that they've had for 20 years. And yeah. And they have a go at them doing themselves. My top tip isn't that. My top tip is get a few estimates in. And when some builder comes along and goes, um, I'm going to, I don't know, self-level your floor. Yeah. Right? That's, that's actually a bad example, actually, because there's not much to it, really. You just pour the stuff in and it self-levels itself. That's hence the uh, the clues in the uh, question the answer. You lost <laughs> me at, anyway. at floor. Uh, I'm trying to think of it. Um, think of something you'd have to do in your house. Tiling. Tiling. Okay. Tiling. Tiling. Tiling's quite complicated. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of people... Sometimes tile. you see them and they're slightly out of line. They're not perfectly lined up. Well, tiling can cost thousands of pounds to get a tiler in. Wow. Right? Maybe we should be tilers. Yeah. But but the re the thing that makes it easier is the tools that you can get, right? Well, you know that Scotty from the Enterprise always says the right tool for the right job. Yeah, right? So... That's true in our job as yeah, well. Yeah, So, I was going to say you're a bit of a tool, but never mind. Anyway, so, you've, you've, got, you've, got, you've got a tiling job to do, right? So what, what you do is you get a, a, a professional quote, and let's say he says, oh, it's going to cost you £800 to tile above your sink. Mm -hmm. It probably wouldn't cost £800. You tile your bathroom. Right. Bathroom wall. Right. right? And you're thinking, okay. Then you go into your uh, local um, builder's merchant, mm -hmm. and you price up the job. Obviously, the guy was quoting £800 not for the tiles. So what but you his to... labour is... Exactly. Yeah. It's £800 he's charging you for doing it, and you have to supply him the tiles and, and maybe the tiling adhesive and all the rest of it. And how, so... long is that? how much time is that? Oh, a day, day and a half. Right? So a builder gets £800 a day? Yeah, he can, because he's, he's quoting you for a job. If you ask him to go on a day rate, it's a bit cheaper. He'll right. say it's £120 a day or something like that, typically. Well, can you not just say that, then? Yeah, but then he'll string the day, job out for four days. That's how they work. Oh. Am I giving the, giving the information away on how builders work? 
Well, no, it's just that I, I'm surprised if builders earn £800 a day, because if that's true, I'm leaving this job and I'm going to learn to be a builder. It's not. It's not It's not they earn £800 a day. It's when you say to them, listen, can you uh, plaster my living room? Mm. They're going to they're gonna price it as a job, aren't they? And they're going to say it's going to cost you £500. And you'll quite right. happily pay £500. He'll take one or day. Or do it yourself. Or do it yourself. He'll, he'll quite happily take one or two days, yeah. which realistically he's going to want um, up to £100 a day. Isn't so it's it? really a two hundred pound job, but he's billing it at five hundred because you've asked him how much is it going to cost to do this room, right? And because you've done it on a room basis rather than how much do you charge per hour. So if you said how much you can charge per hour, I tell you what, this is getting complicated. This now. is going out of the remit. Let's of go back the, to the tip. Yeah, and the tip is basically find out how much the builder's going to charge. You know, the tiler in this case. Got you. Go down to your local um, builders merchant mm -hmm. and buy all the professional tools. Okay. Which will be about you know. Couple hundred quid. So right. let's say the tiling's eight hundred pounds. Mm -hmm. Buy the tools for a couple hundred pounds. Right. Okay. Do the job yourself. Take a bit of time. There's a there's something that save, you're leaving. save loads of money. You're leaving. And the out. worst case scenario, if it all goes wrong, okay. Yeah. You can then call the tiler in. But how many times have we had people in the shop saying, "Oh, I tried to fix it myself." Yes, but they they, they do and it made wrong. It worse. They, the, the trick is to buy the professional tools. Yeah, but you've got to also know how to tile. Oh yeah, but you can get you can go on YouTube and look at how to tile. Anyone, you know, anyone can tile. So what you're saying is the secret to success with these sort of things is the right tools. Exactly. Yeah, but the other thing as well, but the professional ones. Yeah, the proper ones. Don't go to B and Q and buy the do-it-yourself ones because they're yeah. not up to the job. Like, like if you want to concrete a path, right? Yeah. Go and buy a cement mixer. Wow. Right. Don't get a builder in. Buy the cement mixer. Mix it yourself. Level it down. Simple. If, you, if, you, if you, I mean, everyone knows somebody that knows somebody that knows something about building. Yeah, of course. Right? My uncle Karen knows a lot about building. Well, there we go. And the other top tip as well is when you're in the builder's merchants, have a good mobile phone with you, one that can go on the internet. I yeah. was in the builder's merchants today and I wanted to buy a pickaxe, right? Right. And on the shelf, it was uh, £18 for the wooden handle mm -hmm. and about £7 it, you know, for the pick bit at the end, right? Right. Went up to the counter and said, listen, how much for the pickaxe together? Uh, and he went, oh, hang on. I don't think we got one. I said, yeah, you have. And he went off to go and get the code for it. Came back, tapped away on his computer. And while he's doing that, I have my phone in my hand. I suppose you could lie and pretend. And I was basically saying, yeah, I'll just check screw fix. Uh, yeah. Oh, 19 pound. Does that apply to everywhere? Though? Yeah, everywhere, yeah. No, it only builds merchants. Because builds merchants have this ability Could to... Could you do it in a bookshop? No. Could you go on Amazon and no, you're in WH no, Smith and go, oh... Builders merchants, you can do it because they have the ability to make up prices on the spot. Right, okay. And basically, they get they get loads of discounts. You go in there as a normal punter and you say, "How much is a screw?" They'll say it's one pound fifty per screw. You go in there as a tradesman with some dirty clothes on, a bit of dust on you. How much is a screw? They'll go, "It's thirty pence." That's the difference. It's the way you look and the way you talk to them. So if you go in there with you, if you go in there as an ordinary person, but you're armed with the prices, mm. the internet, this guy, pickaxe, fourteen quid. Very good. Five are cheaper than screw fix. Now okay. screw fix are cheap. Yeah, if you need to get some tools, get it from Screwfix. Okay. That's my top tip. Very good. It's two top tips, really. If you don't like the first one, you can't be bothered with DIY. If you do need to get some tools at some point in your life, go to Screwfix.com. Okie dokie. This bit. Put this bit in the podcast. Yeah, but I want to leave it and then... No, 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 this is the bit, this is the apprentice stuff. Yeah, I know, but I don't, well, the whole thing's like four minutes long. Yeah, but you, last week you put in the wrong, the wrong bit, the bit at the end. This bit. No, it's gone too far now. Put it shall, back. Shall I stop now? Yeah, stop, put it back. Okay. Happy? 
Um, I think something went wrong there. I think we were talking. Oh, it doesn't matter. Just what carry on. What are you talking on. about? We put the music in. Yeah, but I thought. I think we were talking over it. No, because I was overdubbing. Oh, overdubbing? Yeah. They won't. That won't pick up. Oh, okay. They won't hear that when they listen to it. All the right, podcast. okay. I bet you when you upload it later, I'll be playing it and I'll be cursing you. Who cares? Anyway, anyway, Apprentice, did you watch it? If they knew all the secrets that went into this podcast, they wouldn't listen to okay. it. Okay. Did you watch The Apprentice? I watched it this morning. Right. Okay. It doesn't matter. You still watch I, it. Though. I don't watch telly because I got no aerial in the room, so I watch it on BBC iPlayer. What were they thinking? Well, there's one thing first, before we go any further, that I have to talk to you about, and that is the racism bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Because the thing, what what happened was this. They went, right, we've got these two people that we want to be in the photographs. Now, one of them is a very beautiful black woman. Yeah. Who used to be like a Miss World contestant. Okay. Right? With really nice eyes, lovely face. And the other one was this guy who was like really quite average looking. Right. Um... And is he? Didn't they was, say he was ugly? Yeah. Well, I didn't want to say that, but he was Indian or Pakistan. That's no reason to be ugly. I'm just no, saying no, no, he's, no, no, he's no, an ugly no, person but, in but general. But what happened was the conversation went something like this. Well, we should really have this guy in the photographs with the woman because this guy is really handsome. Right. right? And they're going, oh, yeah, but the team leader's already said that the other guy is going to be in there and he's not as good looking as the guy that we think. He's ugly. Yeah, exactly. So uh, they I said. I didn't even know which guy. So then they, about then they rang. Then they rang and they go, "Yeah, let's say his name was Joe." It's right. like, "Yeah, can we have Joe in the photographs with the uh, with the with the black woman instead? Because he's you know he's uh, he's we think he'll look better in the photographs." And of course, they immediately realised that they were upsetting this. You know, they were offending this other guy. Right. And they're going, uh, "Yeah, but not that there's anything wrong with the other guy. He's not ugly or anything. Uh, it's just that we don't want two people with dark skin." Because, uh, you know, people will just think we're, we're representing dark-skinned people or something like that. But the funny thing was that they were just doing it to try and get out of offending this guy. Right. And they ended up, you know, potentially offending everyone. But I think everybody who saw it knew that it wasn't racist. But I did think it was very funny. Okay. But the thing that got me was, it was a bloody tray! It was a tray with a cushion on the bottom of it. It was, that's what it was! And they won with that! I couldn't believe it! Yeah, but they got 10,000 orders. Yeah! How? It wasn't a cushion anyway. Well, I don't know. It was, it was like... solid. The whole thing was solid. Yeah, but it was just a tray. It was... I can't believe they won with a tray. Well... That you sit on. Well, it was better than the uh, the television. Well, I don't know. I think that was a really good idea. And it did a lot of things. Yeah, that but... That tray didn't do anything. It did look a bit... Well, let me tell you this, right? Pants, really. if you're in a, if you're in a, If you're in a sales meeting with yeah. the head of a massive department store... And they're contemplating putting an order in for 20,000 units. And they ask you, can they have exclusivity? What are you going to tell them? How long do you want it for? <laughs> yes, forever. <laughs> right? Because well, you can't have it forever. Why not? Because they'll only order 20,000 units and then stop ordering. And you can't sell it to anyone else. What's wrong with that? It's when they sell out, they'll order some more. No, as in all 20,000 units. And then they'll sell 10,000 of them. You can't sell it to any other company, ever. Yeah, it doesn't matter, because he would have won the task. Uh, what, you've, well, like I said last week, just go on the dole, right, and all the seven people just what they put their money do, in the pot. They just need to go, win the task. That's all that matters. But I've noticed that what they do. So if all those women went on the dole, and it's not women, they mixed them this week. Yeah. So what if they, that team went all on the dole, they would have made, I don't know, £100 out of the, you know, six times the amount of dole per day, right? And they would have still beaten the guys who got no orders. Yeah. See, my theory still works two weeks in a row. So that's me still in The Apprentice. Mm. 
Well, I think he would hate me. Don't get me wrong. Alan Sugar would be fuming. He'd be going, "This guy's a. I can't wait for you to get in the losing deal." And I, with my track record, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be in the. God, you're so vain. You probably think this podcast is about you. It is. Oh, oh, they made a joke there. Oh, because that's a a song. It's got you in it as well. Yeah. Um, it's the Dead Air podcast. Uh I'm the air. Ah, and I'm dead. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So there we go. Let's see what happens next week. You don't have to be posh to listen to the Dead Air podcast. You don't need four years, no claims either. What the hell have we got to do with four years, no claims? Because in the advert... We've only been going for like six months. In the advert on the telly, she says, you don't have to be posh to be privileged... Uh, you need four years, no claims. Oh, so you thought that would be a better jingle for her to do than You've Got Mail, the famous one that she's most famous for. Actually, ALL's... I don't know. I think most people don't know it's her on the You've Got Mail thing. What? You've Got Mail. Yeah, but I don't. I think when you tell people who that is, right. they're really surprised. They don't. Oh, yeah. They go like that. They don't realise who it is. Well, it's handy because we don't get any mail anyway. No. Um, if you do want to email us, by the way, our address is podcastdeadair at gmail.com. Yeah. Wouldn't Wait. it be simple to just have um, rob at nickandrob.com or mail at nickandrob.com? Actually, yeah, you can. Or something like that, you know, something easy to remember. We, we have got rob at nickandrob.com. I'll just keep sticking comments on the website. That's easy. Or put comments on the website. Have we had any comments recently? Loads. Can we look at the comments? No. Okay. I think the music's playing. Is it? Yep. What, is that you know, time already? It's not coming up to it. Oh, yeah. Mm. What are we going to talk about now, then? Uh, now I'm under pressure. we just got to fill. Under pressure. We've only got a couple of minutes left before it runs out. Why don't we just sing? Um, no, don't do not do that. I'm, 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 I've had enough of us singing. I, seriously, we, we should What's do... the big TV programme at the moment, apart from The Apprentice? Oh, speaking of TV programmes, we've got to go and meet that guy about the advertising thing that we've got to do. You know, that product. Oh, for the knife. You're not supposed to say the product. Oh. It's a revolutionary new thing, okay, that no one's supposed to know about, and you're now telling everyone it's the knife. Now everyone's going to know what we're doing. No, I was saying the, the new wife will be expecting me because I got married yesterday. Oh, okay. The new wife. It just sounded like the knife. Anyway, so we'll be doing the kitchen knife so thing in a couple of weeks. New, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll be doing that, hopefully. We'll be on one of them big shopping channels, um, if it all works out. We've got to do a pilot first. But aren't we not supposed to tell anybody about that? Yeah, but we're not going to get on it anyway. I mean, come on, we're not that good at They've doing They've already podcast. paid us. I mean, never mind about that. Just forget. Pretend I didn't say that. Uh, we, we haven't I'm, had any money. I'm, I'm going to have a chat with Gary. <laughs> Where's Gary when you need him? Oh, Gary! Of the in Barbados counting your money. I'm going. Bye. Bye. You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. For more information, go to www.nickandrob.com.